Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim. Every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? So today we are starting a four-part series on social media. Obviously, it's a big part of what we do, how it relates to our kids. So we wanted to address it in different ways, educate you on it, and give you some tips. The series is going to talk about Instagram. We're doing that today. That's today. Then we're going to cover Snapchat, Twitter, and round out the series with YouTube and Roblox. Yeah, for the young, for the younger parents. Younger parents, absolutely. And today we're going to focus on Instagram. You know, it is a picture-based social media. So what that means is there's fewer words. You're scrolling through and you're just seeing pictures. Mm-hmm. You can caption it. You can write things. But it's more about the pictures, the I, visuals. I feel like it's telling your story without words. Exactly. That's exactly what it's doing. Um, and, you know, most people start out Instagram on their kids. Like, this is the first social media platform they give them. So mm-hmm. a couple years ago go that's what I did with my daughter Mm -hmm. I this I felt like this was kind of a a safer one now when I say safer one there was still pornography there's still bullying there's still bad comments so there's no safe 100% social media one but it's one that I could monitor really well Mm because I could be logged into her account and I could see everything that she sees you know from my phone but Instagram has changed a lot Mm. over the last three years and so what I mean by that is before the direct messages were like a text thing we're going to get into this a little bit more but now they disappear and so they it's become more like snapchat Mm -hmm. and more of the disappearing stuff so it creates i don't know how i feel about it being your child's first social media platform that's what i'm really trying to say kim well there's that gray area in there now whereas before you could monitor it pretty easily because it was straightforward it stayed there it was just like checking text messages and pictures but now it's gone. It, and it, so there's that, that gray area where you have to have that trust with it, your kids. It's more disappearing. And, yeah. you know, the reason I gave my daughter Instagram was because it did allow me to check it and mm-hmm. monitor it and watch it before she moved on to a platform where things did disappear. You sure. know, I wanted her to get that integrity, that online integrity built in within her, mm-hmm. knowing posting guidelines and that sort of thing. So I'm not going to recommend anymore that this is going to be your first social media platform. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, you know, think about it, learn it. Pray about it, and you know what's best for your kid. Absolutely. Your family, your choice, as we always say. Um, So with Instagram, it's really one of those platforms where people think, oh, it's just pictures, it's harmless, but there's easy access to pornography there. Yeah, so even before all the updates that happened, which make it kind of iffy for me now, Mm -hmm. um, before any of that happened, my daughter still was exposed to pornography. Let me tell you that story. And and, and if you've been to one of our events, you've heard this story. Um, she was scrolling through and there was a pretty wedding dress that she saw on a picture and it was hashtag wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Now, a hashtag is like a file. So if you click that, it should take you to more wedding dresses. Right. And so we have a Next Talk file. You can search by the Next Talk hashtag and see all People of our do it posts. by their name to kind of categorize their family pictures. Exactly. I've seen it by your first and middle name of your child. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that way you can pull up all those files when you want to print or whatever yeah. for an album. You know, it, hashtag is a great thing. She clicked on hashtag wedding gown. It took her to pornography. Mm. Now, I share the story at our events because she came around the corner. I was in the kitchen and I could 
I knew immediately from her <laughs> face. <the> guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew immediately something was wrong. And she said, very calmly, she said, Mom, I clicked hashtag wedding gowns because I wanted to go see some dresses. Mm-hmm. And this popped up. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, mercy me. Uh, <laughs> and it's always a shocker. And then you're thinking, oh, my child just saw that. Yes. Oh. It scarred me. Sure. Like, it, it was, was that bad. Yeah. It was bad. Mm. It was uh, in a weird position and yeah, no clothes. Oh, and it was, okay, okay. okay. I don't want to paint the visual <laughs> anymore. This is radio. We got to be careful here. <laughs> but anyway, I share that at our events because old Mandy, before I was trying to build open communication, mm-hmm. I would have taken that phone and I would have thrown it across the, <laughs> the <laughs> Into room. Into the fireplace. <laughs> and I would have said, no more Instagram. Like, yeah. we're done. Mm-hmm. We are done. Mm-hmm. But being on this cyber parenting journey, what I have learned is... If I want them to tell me what they're seeing and hearing online, I have to praise them for actually telling me. Right. Because if I don't, I'm telling my child, don't tell mom that. Hide that from her or you're going to lose your app. You're going to lose your phone. Mm -hmm. And she did nothing wrong. She didn't go searching for it. So new Mandy had a better response. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) I put the phone down on the counter and I looked at her and I said, baby, I am so very proud of you. This is what I want you to do when something pops up online that is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And because of this, you get to pick out another platform. Mm-hmm. Another Like I gave her another one because mm-hmm. she's telling me that I can trust her. Right. And so this is how we built the relationship around social media. You tell me things, you get more freedom online. Yeah. Well, I think a key part of that that we need to reiterate too is they can't build that trust or work towards that if you don't allow them to do something. And so I see a lot of parents that are like, well, we don't have that problem because we're not doing Instagram. We're not doing any social media, uh, nothing at all. And these kids are in middle and high school. And obviously and always, it is your family or choice. But um, if you don't let them actually drive the car, then they'll never know how to do it. And if you can teach them how to do it while they're under your roof and walk them through it and know it yourself, then they have that chance to earn your trust when they see something or something messes up or they do something wrong. If you never give them a chance to practice, how will they learn how to navigate it? Well, and other kids have phones. You know, around yes. 93% of kids, 13 to 17, have phones. That's a stat from my book. You can look that up, and it's quoted in there. It's Pew Research Center. And they're going to see it and hear about it from mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. So you can delay social media as, as much as you want. And I, mm-hmm. we always say your family, your choice. But you cannot delay this conversation Absolutely. about pornography and protecting your heart and mind and telling your parents when you're exposed to something. Mm-hmm. Like all of those things need to be talked about and discussed. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't need social media to see things either. That's the other thing. You know, Google is our, our friend. Netflix. I mean, there are all kinds of things. I mean, I there were a couple years ago when 13 Reasons Why had blown up. Mm-hmm. Before it blew up, six months prior, before it was making the news anywhere, yep. my baby came home and said somebody was streaming this at lunch, and I saw a rape scene. Yes. You know, and so that wasn't even social media. Mm-hmm. And, and my daughter didn't even have access to a Netflix account on her phone. Yep. So it was like she didn't even have a phone. But... But she was shown that. So the bottom line is, with all of the social media that we're going to be talking about over the next four shows, you need to learn it. Talk to your heads up mama if you've got one or family member, a friend. And you need to get in there and you need to learn to navigate it so you can walk through that with your child. Well, and use technology for your benefit. Yes. You know, if you're like, how do I use Instagram? Google that. Yes. You know, or reach out to us. Or reach out to us. You know, we have, you'll be able to listen to this show from mm-hmm. now on. Mm-hmm. But let's start with the simple policies of Instagram. Yep. And this Instagram help center is awesome it'll go through and kind of show you how to do things you can go there and search um all users are supposed to be 13 years old are they 
No. No. Everybody's laughing at this. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, is that a real guideline? Mm-hmm. If you go to the Instagram help center, it will say all users need to be 13 years old. Mm-hmm. They aren't. No. Nope. Many are not. It also says that if you know of a child using Instagram under 13, that they will, we can report it and they will take care of it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the pornography picture that my daughter showed me. I put the phone down on the on the on the island so she didn't see it. After we had our discussion, I took her phone in my, in my bedroom, mm-hmm. and I reported all of those to Instagram. A day later, I went and I checked, and they were down. That's I great. made sure they were down. So if you see something like that, do report it. I do think Instagram tries to get to it. Now there's probably a lot of stuff coming at them. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't get taken down, go back. So you can report things, and they will respond. And that helps not only your child, but just protecting others. And so. So that's like a civic duty. Yeah. Now, I will tell you about this 13-year-old thing, this 13-year-old age thing. Mm-hmm. My daughter was younger than 13 when she got Instagram. Mm-hmm. She was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I had her wait till middle school. But again, Instagram has greatly changed. Yeah. And so now there's updates all the time. And so this show, literally, in two months, there could be another update, and this mm-hmm. show would be outdated. Mm-hmm. This is how fast technology moves. So now I am saying to parents, they need to be 13 because yeah. there's a lot of disappearing things that happen mm-hmm. now in the direct messaging. Mm-hmm. Well, beyond that, I think we need to go back to the point that we mentioned before about private and public accounts. Yes. Um, yes, there are 800 million users, but some people have multiple accounts, especially kids. That's a thing. And we need to explain what that means so parents don't freak out. This is the thing I love about Instagram. You can have a private account and it is socially acceptable among peers to have a private account. Mm -hmm. So what that means is you are going to have to accept anybody who wants to follow you. You can look at their profile. Now, this is where I recommend having some family guidelines. So my, my daughter has to have her account set to private. When she gets a follower request, she has to know that person in real life to approve it. Now, that might sound crazy to you. Like, of course, they would know that person to approve it. Oh, no. No. That is not the case. I mean, I look through a lot of kids' Instagram. You know, I follow a lot of kids and teenagers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You you ain't going to tell me a sixth grader has 8,000 friends. Exactly. No. Yeah. that's You know right away if they're uh, accepting followers. I will tell you, my daughter has gotten... Um, friend requests from famous people Mm -hmm. it's not famous people it's people who have downloaded that picture and they're trying to follow my kid and it's some stranger or whoever it could be a kid at their school that's impersonating someone Mm -hmm. that happens Mm -hmm. so a lot of times my kid if she's already friends with somebody on instagram she'll be like well that's weird i got a second request from this friend Mm. and i'll say okay this is your this is your red alert that somebody could be impersonating your friend Mm -hmm. so you need to text your friend privately Mm-hmm. And say, hey, did you set up a second account? Mm-hmm. And just clear it up that way to make sure nobody's impersonating. If somebody's impersonating your friend, that needs to be reported. Absolutely. Because that is how bullying can happen very easily. Yes. They impersonate someone else. They get into your account. And then you don't know who it is on the other side who is bullying you and saying bad things. Or you think it's some kid at your school that's bullying you. And, and it's, they're, not, it's not even them. Yes. And then this whole issue with cyber strangers, of course. Also, people who are stalking and looking for kids who just don't know or who don't think it's a big deal. So we have to be aware of that. You have to walk your kids through this. They don't think about all of this. They're just like, oh, it's so cool. I have a million followers. Oh, it's not. But they need to know why it's not. It's very common for kids to just set up an account and go. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's another family guideline. And you with littles, you can start this really early. You don't set up any account 
or you download any new app without our approval. Yeah. And if you set that up really early when they're young, mm-hmm. I mean, my kid is 14 and she still asks me. Like, there's no just, I'm going to download this app today. Yeah, they get used to it. They come to you and they say, oh, I'm looking at this. Can we look at it together? And so it becomes a part of your family process. Yes, it's a part of the family guideline. Mm-hmm. So I say private account, but still talk with them. Yep. Now here, you got to not have a false sense of security as well. Mm. So my daughter... You know, I feel like we know all her followers. And and if I, when I do random phone checks, if I can say, hey, I don't know this person, who is this? If she can't tell me, they get blocked. Yeah. Like, no. And then she will have a consequence because mm-hmm. you just accepted a friend request from somebody you didn't know. So I feel like most of her followers are pretty safe and secure, right? That we know them. Yeah. However, we still talk about how she should not post public information. Yes. Because what if you accidentally request? accepted a follower request from somebody you don't know mm-hmm. i mean this is the same thing with our facebook accounts sure. and you know kids don't use facebook because we're no. all on it it's a grandma site and the this more we get on instagram they'll get off of instagram too. yes i mean be that's a new thing <laughs> yes they'll they don't want to another... be where we're at no no <laughs> but it's the same thing we don't post personal information about our kids on facebook mm-hmm. because we know we think we know all of our friends but what if or Absolutely. what if an account has been hacked or whatever Absolutely. and so one of the things that i see every fall kim Every fall, class schedules. Yeah, so crazy. And this is my school, and this is the class I'll be in. This is my my uh, home address, my, my I- student ID it. number to get into your lunch so accounts, crazy. everything. Yeah, and they'll be posted on Instagram. Yeah. And so I have said to my daughter, look, if you want to post your class schedule, you have to block everything out. Or what I would rather you do is text it out to your friends, your really yeah. close friends. Yeah. And I know they want to see who they have classes with. They're excited. Of course. I get that. But let's just keep them safe. Let's do it in a safe way. And you can start that conversation if you have littles. You can start that standard when they're younger um, about the things that we put out socially or publicly. And so even with pictures now, I always first ask, may I take a picture? Which throws a lot of people off because most people are just snapping pictures of every moment of life. I ask my kids almost every time. Sometimes I might forget if I'm caught up in the moment. But for the most part, I'll say, is it okay if I take a picture? And a lot of times my oldest son will say no. He does not like to take pictures, and so I honor that request. If it's a special occasion, I might say, please, could we take a picture? And he'll say, okay, Mom. But then I always say, can I post this on social media? And they'll let me know yes or no either way. And we talk about when it's appropriate to post and when it's not. Family vacations, different things, like when we're going to be away from our home, it's not necessarily a safe idea to say we're going to be gone for a week. Yes. Those kinds of things we start talking about now with our younger kids. So it's already setting that standard again about – Things that we do publicly versus privately. Well, and set real clear guidelines for your for your teenagers. Like so for my daughter, I'm like, no bathing suit pictures. It's just and it's not that I'm against bathing suits. Yeah. It's just there are sick people in the world that will look at you in your cute bathing suit and think weird things. Yes. And I don't want that for you. I don't want anybody looking at you like that Mm -hmm. because it's not okay. Right. Yeah, having those guidelines where they understand that at an age-appropriate time what's okay and what's not. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk uh, Radio at 10 a.m. on AM 630 The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener-supported. Everything that we do here at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. 
we were talking about posting guidelines. And, you know, another thing that we do with follower requests, too, Kim, is adults who want to follow my kid. We have conversations about that. Teachers, pastors, that sort of thing. So my role on that is if I if I know them, you can they can follow you and you can follow them. But here's my limit on that. You can't direct message them. Mm-hmm. No direct messaging adults. Yeah. So I'm okay with you following a teacher on Instagram and they're following you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. No, no direct messaging. You know, unless it's school related, you know, homework, but you've got the Remind app for that. They use that for that. And my understanding is a lot of the policies around the country at different schools are changing. So I would suggest always educate yourself. What is the school policy? If a school is saying no following, no connection between teachers and students, that's a good place to start and being able to explain that to your kid. Also, we have a role. You can't follow kids that are that are two years older than you. Mm. Now, unless it's a family friend, you know, good role models that I know of. But that's just because two years, they're already dating. They're already doing stuff that you're not ready for. And you don't want to look at it and think that this is who you are. Now, there are definitely some exceptions there. There's some Next Talk family teens that my kids follow because there's good stuff. And I want them to have the good role models. But the, the key here is you're helping fill your kids' picture newsfeed with positive things. That's what you're helping them do, who they're following and who's following them. Um, We need to talk about spam accounts because this is a big one. And I know a lot of parents like freak out when their kid is like, I have a main account, but I need a spam account. Right. Don't freak out. This is like really normal. So the social like... What did you say? Social rules, I guess, Mm -hmm. of Instagram is on your main account, you're just posting about those big events. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, birthdays, trips, that sort of thing, the big things. Your spam account, however, is about posting every day, like a joke, something funny, Mm -hmm. something that just shows your personality a little bit more. But your your main account is like your pro. It's like the store, the main events of your life. Okay. Okay. And it's so weird. I know parents are like, I don't even care about these stupid social media rules. <laughs> well, you kind of have to yeah. because your kid is in this world, and so you just have to kind of understand where they're coming from. If you they just have to take yourself back to that age and remember what was important for you then, it's the same for them. Yeah. And so it just looks different. It's now on a screen. It looks differently. <laughs> so if your kid is coming to you asking for a spam account, what I would say is don't freak out and pat yourself on the back. They're asking you. Yeah. They didn't just go start one. Right. Now, if they have if you find out they have three Instagram accounts and they didn't talk to you about any of them, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. You guys need to do a little bit of a reset and say, OK, we need to talk about your accounts and what you're using them for. Some people have accounts for team sports, you know, so they may have a, a volleyball one and then they may have their spam and then they have, may have their profile and they they know what they're going to post on each of those. They're and very specific. You you were telling me, too, there's different accounts for like best couples and dating account. Like oh. this is a new thing for me. So so I discovered this like three years ago and I was like, what? <laughs> I was on Instagram and yeah, it'll be like your school name and it'll be like best couples and you don't know really who's the creator behind it oh my word and so there'll be pictures and or one of them my daughter got posted on one of the nicest people at you know the school name oh well that's nice and she was posted in tag which was super sweet but you can imagine because nobody knows who these people Mm -hmm. are who are running these accounts Mm -hmm. they can turn bad really fast so uh, you know the meanest the ugliest you know that can happen yes So you have to be really careful about this. Well, and what a great conversation to have with your kids. You know, as you're getting ready to let them be on a social media platform, here are some things that might happen. I want to prepare you. And I think that they would appreciate the fact that you know 
what they're actually getting into. Yes. That would be cool. You know, one of the downsides to Instagram is the likes and the number of followers because you want to be, you want to get more likes and you want to get more followers. I say to parents all the time, years before they get Instagram, you need to be talking to them about not doing whatever it takes to get the likes and the followers. Yeah. You need to do what is safe. I, you know, and I will say to my kid, I want you to enjoy Instagram. I want you to be you know, in the culture like that, but you have to do it in a safe way. Yeah. Um, the other thing, location services. This is an important one. Yeah, this is big. Because it's picture-based. So when you're scrolling through your pictures, according to your settings, you could tap a picture and know the exact address where that person is. Right. That's dangerous. You've got to change it. So location services. If you go to settings, privacy, location services. There, it will tell you, it, it will have each app there, and you can turn it on or off for each app. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have it off for Instagram. Mm-hmm. I have it on for Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you about that when, on, the on the Snapchat show. show. Yes. <laughs> um, if it's not listed there, right. if Instagram is not listed there, that means your kid has never put an address on. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's not turned on. Okay, so that's not a negative thing that's good to know that's that's a good thing if instagram is not listed there now last year instagram added stories which are similar to snapchat kids can add to their stories but Mm -hmm. the stories disappear just like on snapchat 24 hours later it's gone unless you add it as a highlight yes and so the stories disappearing don't bother me as much because that's kind of like out there for all your friends to see Mm -hmm. and so if you're following your kid on social media you're going to see their story right so i mean yes it disappears and and, and there's lots of reasons why. You know, it's not just awful. It, it helps your storage. It, it's mm-hmm. really good to be able to share yeah. stuff and then not cloud up your phone a lot. Um, and if you have your account set to private, right, only your followers can see your story. Exactly. Yeah. But the problem that they also did was the direct messaging feature. Right. So I want to spend some time here. Let's do that. The direct messaging feature is scary. Um, and the reason I say that is because adults are the only one using the word sexting anymore. Mm-hmm. Kids do not use that word. Yeah. We sound so old when we say it. I, I actually hate the word. They don't text sexy pictures anymore because they know you're monitoring their text. <laughs> they just don't text. Really. They don't because they want privacy. Yes. And so they're direct messaging within apps. Mm-hmm. So before on Instagram, you know, three years ago when my daughter first got it, when I lo- was logged into her account from my phone, I could see all of those. Right. Now, it has upgraded. The update is that the DMs, the direct messages, disappear. Right. So now, you can always screenshot it. So say a nude is shared within a DM. Mm -hmm. It can be replayed once, or you can just not have the replay option so they can only see it once. Mm -hmm. But they can always screenshot it. Yes. And then you're notified when somebody screenshots something. So that is where, with this update, it kind of like... Puts a red flag for me. It does change. It does change some things. And you know what? If you see that your kids have done something or you are noticing you're getting these alerts, if you take your kid's phone away, it doesn't mean they're not accessing their account and they're not still communicating. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. So they're really good. They may not be accessing their account when they're in your home if they don't have access to a phone. So Mm -hmm. you maybe managed to handle some consequences there. The minute they leave and they're around other people's phones, they're going to grab that phone, they're going to log in as themselves, Mm -hmm. and then they're going to start that DM. And those those things are going to disappear so that if you log in to check it, it's gone already. So you've missed it. And so that's the red flag alert now with Instagram that wasn't there before. 
Well, and another danger with Instagram is the search engine feature. You know, the search history can be cleared and the direct, direct messages can be deleted. So again, you don't really know what's going on, even if you are following your child. Yes. It is true. <laughs> well, it, it's, a, it's a big sigh moment the, because we had a little bit more ability to follow them easier, and now things are just gone. Well, the other thing is if you have restrictions set on your phone, it's not going to catch anything not within an that app. search history right. because it's within the app. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, when my daughter saw pornography on Instagram, her restrictions were set. Yeah. That shouldn't have been able to come through on, yeah. like, a Safari search. Yep. But because it was within an app, it came through. And so the search engine, you got to trust your kid because you can go in and look at it, but it can also be deleted. Yep. So again, it's, it's got to be a trust thing. It does. You know, a couple of things that we need you to know, um, just to keep in mind, number one, follow your child. There's limitations with this because you can't see any DMs. Like we're saying, they can delete their search history. Things have changed and will continue to change. But this is the best thing you can do at this time with Instagram is follow them and stay on top of it. Yeah, do random phone checks random too. Phone checks. You know, my philosophy is I pay for the phone. Uh, your phone is not a diary. Nothing is ever private. Yeah. Anything can be screenshot. Yep. So I have access all the time. I always tell my child, do not take a picture, a video, post, comment, anything that you do not want me or your principal or a future employer or a future college admission person to see. Yep. Because anything can be screenshot. Anything that you send out, that could be part, become part of your digital footprint. And Absolutely. they need to know that. I mean, your life can be literally ruined. Well, and they also need to know that that's not random, that that is becoming the standard for hiring people, for accepting you into a university. That is a part of the process now of the application. One thing I also want to mention, be logged into your kid's account on your phone with the updates. Even though there were some updates that I don't like, this is an update that I like. At the very top of the screen, you can click your name, your profile name, and you can add accounts. So you can switch between accounts very easily. Now, so you can be logged into your account and your child's account or how many other accounts that they have. That is a very good tip. So with Instagram, learn it before giving it to your kids. Set clear guidelines. Set the account to private, please. And monitor, teach, and model how to use it. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Next Talk.